Another mini episode. Dead and bored. The podcast where terribly talk about stuff. <laughs> I was trying to think of like a whose line is it anyway? Where the points don't matter. Yeah. But I couldn't think of the thing before the points don't matter. Nailed it. Yeah, I try. Everyone's gonna love that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just gonna just jump in. I know. I'm I know. We upset. We literally just finished the episode. <laughs> it's called the Tale of the Lonely Ghost. Tale of the Lonely Ghost, episode two. It was something. <sighs> But, I mean, it did start with the kids at the campfire. Midnight Society. This one started, mm-hmm. and it opened up for, what was it, Dave, right? I don't fucking what know. Kids dweeby, not you. Dweeby fucking nerd kid. It's just some young white kid. Is every kid <laughs> going to be a dweeby nerd kid? Dweeby white kid. And then the girl, the blonde white girl that was from the first episode, who was scared of clowns. Was. Or was. And now she, you know... <laughs> She's no longer a Zeb. <laughs> Fuck. They meet up in the woods just before they get to the stone pit or the fire pit. And Dave surprises her with a gift because it's her birthday next week. Yeah. And she was kind of a dick about the whole thing. Like, <laughs> oh, how'd you know it was my birthday? Like, I was like, Fuck you, bitch. If I was Dave, I would have ripped that gift right out of her hand. I'm like, I'm you like, know what? Fuck Here's your gift and you throw it in the fucking fire. <laughs> the tale of someone who's a bitch and it's you and you throw the powder on the fire. <laughs> you could just tell that he likes her and she's just like, but I just, I don't date dweebs. I don't date <laughs> I don't zebes. date. I'm 11. <laughs> <laughs> they head into the campfire and now we're introduced to frank which i think i mentioned in the, the last, last episode one, yeah. he's the tallest he looks like he's about 22 <laughs> compared to the rest of the kids he's yeah. definitely like early adult oh yeah definitely <laughs> i think he just got held back like 80 times and then he's just like i heard this minute society i'm gonna join it did you remember like growing up i don't know if you followed sports or whatever but i remember like there used to be like world championship like little leagues mm-hmm. and there would always be like some kid that obviously was an adult <laughs> and they never found the kid's birth certificate or anything but you could tell that this kid was literally 21 years old yeah. that's what he reminds me of he just reminds me of that somebody forged his birth certificate or they can't find they it just somewhere magically can't find it and now you have an adult man yeah he's playing <laughs> against a bunch of kids. kids like it's kind of funny because everyone else is like Haha. and he's just like hey guys my name's frank <laughs> <laughs> you don't got hair on your balls <laughs> like uh, okay so he is picking Picking on this other dweeby kid. They're all fucking dweebs. And I'm pretty sure, like, who else would join a midnight campfire ghost story session telling group? I mean, I would. Called, no, I know. But there's, <laughs> I am there's a, a certain kind of person. You're not like, you know. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be realistic here. Yeah, no, I know. I think in later episodes, a fat kid joins. Yeah, it, I remember there were some later where like, in order to be like approved or whatever, you have, you to, have to tell a good story. story. And the fat kid, I think, tells a good story. Yeah. I think that's the story of... Probably. Which one? The Ghastly Grinner. I think that's the kid who did Oh, yeah, that. yeah. That, that was actually a good one. But they, I can't wait to get to the, the good ones later. <laughs> right now, it's rough. Yeah. Rough. And you were shitting on Zebo. Oh, and this, one this was is like, terrible. <laughs> but I think they fat shamed that kid. Really? And they were just like, <laughs> like, just my hostess cupcakes. <laughs> and then it turns out to be like, the, uh, actually the most talented one. I mean, that sounds really Don't sleep on fat people. That's all I'm just saying. Okay. 
Wait, was he actually fat or was he like TV kid fat? TV kid Because you know like TV fat TV is like kid fat. You're, you're just a little No, no, thick. He, he, yeah, he, he definitely had a, a dub chin. Dub chin? Okay, I mean, he just... <laughs> he's, I don't know why I couldn't say double chin. I was like, he had a dub chin. I don't know. Like, why I, like, I want to speed to my point faster. Why'd you have to abree that? <laughs> <laughs> I love abree. <laughs> Everyone here has to learn to abree. <laughs> Oh, God. Fuck. Okay. Anyway, so this adult is picking on this dweeby kid about choking on some popcorn or some shit. And they're all like, settle down, everybody. We are going to... Story time. Read our tale. And so the kid, who actually, at this point, I don't really know their names other than Frank, the adult. Mm -hmm. Dave, I think, was the first dweeby kid who gave the gift to the girl Beth. And told the story. No, Beth is the girl that's in the story. It doesn't fucking matter. It really doesn't. These kids are... Who cares? (laughs) Anyway. I think I'm just more, like, annoyed with the story. I know. You just want to get to what happened. The story pretty much is supposed to be, I guess, what is currently going on in that group. And what's currently going on in that group of kids is that people are just picking on each other. Yeah. The tale of the lonely ghost, I guess, was supposed to be a play on what is currently going on in this group and now everybody should just fucking get along. I guess yeah. that's really the moral of the story. Yeah, of course uh, he had to pick a story that was relevant to people like bullying on <laughs> one person. He's like, guys. I'm so stupid. What are you, what are you doing? Fuck, this is okay. You so, masked anyway. a lesson with a terrible ghost story? <laughs> I wouldn't even call that a ghost story. I, I'm just saying there was a ghost. It was terrible. And it was also a story. That's the only way I'm acknowledging it as a <laughs> terrible ghost story. Just because it was a ghost and a possible story does not make it a ghost story. Oh, no. There's no way it's a, a good story. <laughs> no. It opens up to this girl named Beth. No, no, no. Amanda. Her name was Amanda. Yeah, the other, the bitch was Beth. <laughs> bitch. Bitch Beth. Beth. So you see this girl just in the back of a station wagon, which I guess that was a thing back in the early 90s. Oh, I guess everybody was. had a station wagon. Yeah, I think if you had a family, it was a station you're, wagon? you were like, hey, station wagon. I wouldn't Jeep. know. <laughs> Because you didn't have a family? There was just, no, there was just two of us. No, I know. So it didn't really warrant a fucking station wagon. I mean, and then also my mom didn't know how to drive until she was like 35. I mean, that happens. So we didn't really have a car. I know she never liked driving. No. Can I tell you that woman one time we went to the Amish country, we almost died several times. She drove to she the Amish? Are you fucking serious? picked up the car from Times Square, rent a car from Times Square. Time- Why would you go to the worst spot? And we drove all the way to Lancaster. How long did that take? First question. Whew, it took a long time. She rode in the uh, the left lane, mm. like 50. <laughs> <laughs> and there was cars literally uh, blaring their horns. Being I'm like, surprised. Get the fuck off the road, you stupid bitch. And my mom's like, I don't know where I'm going. Like, she lost it. My favorite is when we... Did she have to do, like, map quests? Or you yeah, just we had map qu- No, we had map quests. Because I, I was you a passenger. Was navigator? I was a navigator. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, uh... Make it left. But my favorite, <laughs> though, actually, is when she used to drive in Florida. Oh, God. Ooh. Every time we'd get off the plane, from getting off the plane to getting to Disney World or whatever hotel we were staying at, she would break down at least three times. Just really? start crying. Yeah, she's just, she can't take that much stress. It is kind of and like And that was a, Florida driving in the 90s. I know. It's kind of Mad Max Fury Road when you're driving in Florida. Yeah, it's Like, scary. you get, even with six lanes yeah. or whatever it is, still people are just, like, swerving and spraying aerosol cans in their face <laughs> to get high and then, like, ramming <laughs> other cars off the road. It's fucking ridiculous. So you're telling me the Southern state. (laughs) (laughs) Topical. You live in New York. I don't know. It should have been the Bell Parkway. I mean, the Belt's always trafficy. Yeah, the Bell they Parkway. They wish they could Mad Max Fury Road. It's, it's always just that one Because then you're able to accelerate. Back. I don't understand why on the Belt Parkway, it's just that one strip, no matter what time of day. Doesn't matter. There's always like 75 cars. Yeah. You leave at like 3 a.m. You're like, there won't be traffic on the Belt. Hey, guess what? So There's worse. traffic on the Belt Parkway. 
was the worst. All right, anyway, let's go back to the story. Sorry, I got sidetracked here. Yeah, that's going to uh, happen a lot. Don't worry. <laughs> by far, what I just told you is probably more interesting than the story itself. Whoa, let's not get crazy. <laughs> My mom we, having a nervous breakdown in a car driving in Florida. <laughs> this is the first episode they dropped <sighs> the Zeeb insult. Fucking Zeebs. Oh, these are such Zeebs. Okay. So we have to make that a thing. Yeah. All right. Hashtag Zeeb. Hashtag Zeeb. <laughs> make it, bring it back, y'all. Tweet at both of us. Just be like, Hashtag hey, stop Zeeb. being a Zeeb. Hey, guys, let's all stop being Zeebs <laughs> and go subscribe. Oh, God. You see this poor little sap in the back of a fucking station wagon, and you find out that this girl, Amanda, her parents are some sort of scientist. That's what the kids said. That's some sort of scientist studying sci rocks. They're science people. <laughs> they stare at things. And her parents are like somewhere up north studying some sort of a rock. For the entire summer. For the entire summer. And she was going to live with her aunt and her cousin. They get out of the car and immediately her aunt is just creepy, oh my weird. God. She reminds me of the realtor from Beetlejuice a little bit. Yeah. It's so fixated on fixing this girl's clothes. So I think because she would do the same thing to herself because she was a real estate agent. It's all about like the presentation. Yeah. So she was constantly like fixing her dress and her skirt. Mm -hmm. So she was constantly fixing the child's flipping the collars. Oh, so Because she was also dressed like a, an insurance lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> she did she did dress like a insurance salesman. <laughs> I don't know what is wrong with kids' fashion in the nineties. Well, they put every kid who is literally like a stick and they put him in like triple X clothing. They is put him in like adult me. size large. Yeah. <laughs> Everything was huge. Everything is billowy and pleated. And I'm so glad that in twenty twenty that's not the style. Yeah. I'd rather take the fucking eighties shit than over the fucking nineties pleated pants and like billowy tucked in shirts <laughs> that you look like a like, like a failed insurance salesman yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck is this like you just went for a job interview they were immediately like hey we're not giving you the job this is a formality we already picked someone but we had to open it to the public yeah. so you just came here for no reason good luck and good you luck at your assistant manager job in blockbuster because <laughs> that's where you're going bitch. those are gonna take you far you'll see that's exactly what she looked like yeah, she looked like a defeated. assistant manager Blockbuster. Sorry, but she was a child though. Anyway, so the aunt's like, oh my God, yeah, it's going to be like a great summer. Like it's going to be us, us girls hanging and you get to hang out with your cousin You're Beth have up so there. much fun with Beth. It's going to be great. So then I guess a scream happened or something or some sort of like sound. I think yeah, scared I think, Amanda. Yeah. I wasn't, I didn't even notice anything. I didn't anything. hear anything. So I was like, what the fuck is this? And then immediately you see this house that is very brown and just like all the plants are overgrown. Yeah, it's like, obviously it's an abandoned, vacant. Yeah, it's abandoned vacant. House. And you find out that this house has been sitting there for a very, very long time and that, you know, nobody has been there and blah, blah, blah. And uh, don't be afraid of it. It's fine. The sign also for the for sale sign fell over. The realtor lady picked it up. But she like, reacted when she saw the sign over. Like someone was aiming a gun at her. She was yes. like, <gasps> like, who would do that? <laughs> and, it's and it's just like, literally it's the on wind. the floor. It's fine. And then the way she put it back in, it immediately fell back down. So clearly <laughs> it was her doing. They get into the house and then she... I guess, reacquaints her with her cousin, mm -hmm. Beth the bitch. Oh, is she? She is the worst. She's literally the worst person ever. And this is the second ginger child. Yeah, he brought this up in the middle of the episode. Like, what's the deal with redhead people I'm being like, did, absolute monsters? Did the Are You Afraid of the Dark creator was like, I fucking hate redheads. <laughs> <laughs> Let's destroy redhead children to the end of time. Wow. 
because these little redheaded bastards need to get their shit straight. Because this girl was, she was a shitty actress. So or everything she was, was a child. The other children were quite well. All right. Were they though? <laughs> they could act circles around this bitch. I think they were just kind of like, hey, we're going to give you some notes. I think you just need to like, you know, act a little like bitchy and stuff. And she just like, I don't know. It was just very forced. It didn't well, feel yeah, natural. It felt like every 90s movie or 80s movie when someone's in school and, and there's just, just a like a generic bully. Yeah. Like, huh, I'm just a bully because bullies exist. Yes. Like, clearly, you bring nothing to the story. There's no reason for you to be bullying people other than they needed to write an uh, antagonist, like, quickly. <laughs> just exactly. To, and just that's what this girl is. Just, that's what she is. And she's just so fucking annoying. And she has the something about married, like, Yeah, red, she totally has cum jizz, hair. She has cum hair. hair for days. God. First of all, the rest of her hair is, like, flat and, like, it, yeah. pasted down. <laughs> Paste it down like a fucking oil tycoon. And then she... <laughs> like an oil tycoon? <laughs> That's what I meant. An oil tycoon's hair looks like... They don't have red hair in a ponytail. <laughs> no, the fact that it was pasted no, down. Mad. She used so much goddamn depth gel, it's not even funny. Wow. Yeah, all right. Depth. Magellan. <laughs> the depth line. Oh, thanks, wow. References Nick. for literally <laughs> nobody. Just for us. I'm cool with that. She has this, whatever, red fucking main ponytail. And then she has this cum sploosh in the front. Like this fucking swoop. I don't even understand. And it doesn't move the entire no. episode. And it's not even cool. Like, she's the only friend of hers that looks like this. Yeah, big time. Like, everybody else has, like, normal ponytails. And she had her hair like that, and she was literally just at she home doing sleeping, nothing. She was sleeping, and she, she had her hair like phone. that. She's like, ha, Oh, sorry, what? <laughs> so she's on the phone when you see her, and she's, like, basically talking shit about her cousin being like, you should see what kind of pudding and pants she has. Like, just being obnoxious. And the mom is like, oh, my God, you guys are going to be, like, the best of friends. You're going to be, like, gabbing with girls up here. <laughs> and then she leaves. Then she turned into Pee Wee Herman for a second. <laughs> she leaves. And then Beth is pretty much, listen, girl, you're there not going to touch my shit. You're basically going to do everything that I say. You're going to clean up my room. And if you want to hang out with my friends my cool friends then you're gonna have to go to that creepy ass house across the way and you're gonna have to spend the night because that's how we all got initiated mm -hmm. and the girl was like okay that sounds kind of yeah. easy she was like all right what else and she's like don't ever tell anything to my mom or nanny so then you find out that there's another character called nanny Ooh. she doesn't even have a name no she her name she is literally nanny, nanny. That's fucking weird. Yeah. In the credits, it's literally just Nanny. <laughs> so she's like, don't ever talk to them and whatever. So she's like, who the fuck is Nanny? Like, who is this Nanny lady? She's like, my mom thinks I should have a Nanny. So we're not going to give her a proper name, but just call her Nanny. Like, <laughs> and just right. insult her every time I see her. Cuts to the next day. Beth is being a twat, basically. Like usual. And that night, Amanda meets the older woman. Yeah, she's like writing a letter to her parents. Oh, God, that sitting, was my fucking... Sitting on the floor in the hallway. Like by candlelight. Yeah. My dearest just, Gwendolyn. My dearest Gwendolyn, stop. The rains have yet to stop. Stop. <laughs> my heart burns in yonder. <laughs> I haven't felt the human touch in years. Stop. I don't know why she's writing this romantic, weird stuff to her parents, but she is. But she gets interrupted by Some an older woman. lady walking up the stairs. Literally looks insane. She looks like, as you said in the last episode, like she rolled out of a bush. <laughs> she did. <laughs> she looked like every witch that you think of 
in every like Hansel and Gretel story, <laughs> and she rolled out of a bush. Yeah, and she's like, "Hi, you must be Amanda." <laughs> and then all of a sudden, she went to go extend her hand, like, "Oh yeah, hi, my name's Amanda. You must be Manny." <laughs> and the fucking door opens, and it turns out to be Beth with her cum hair, and she's just like, "Don't touch her wrinkly hand! You can't touch my stuff if you touch her wrinkly hand." Nanny just runs downstairs. Yeah, she slams the door, and then Nanny goes, ah, and then runs downstairs like the <laughs> goblin that she is. What the? F- Fuck. First of all, go back to the basement, nanny. If I was that lady, I would go up there and smack the shit out of that girl. I'd be like, you. Like Beth, you were fucking adopted, you little bitch. (laughs) Nobody loves you. (laughs) That's what I would do. But that's what makes me an awful human being. So good times. Nanny instead cried downstairs. She just runs away. Amanda's like, okay, this is kind of weird. Like but that happens. <laughs> whatever. She goes to sleep. Next day, it's, I guess it's like initiation day. And you find out that Beth brought all her group of friends over. And Beth is giving this bullshit. Like just terribly which I don't telling know if it's a story. real story or not a real story. I know. Just the way she was telling it. she's a shinny fucking I, I get that. Like, maybe she was struggling to, like, read the lines. Do you want to do an example of how she was doing it? But it came off like and then she uh she it, it came out of a mirror <laughs> right and then she would just it all the friends were looking at her like like what the fuck are you talking totally. about totally he was she was he was blind no it was mute yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mute. Mute, and the other mute. friend yeah, was like yeah what... they were deaf too and she was like no she was it was mute right <laughs> she is like the worst at telling the story which it's like could you get a better take i kind of almost wish that i wanted to know how that kid was telling the story if he was like because his storytelling skills right now are pretty shitty as he's telling the story <laughs> so i'm like is this somehow worse i guess but anyway so she's like giving this weird story about how the reason why the house was abandoned was that there was a, a woman who had a child <laughs> i sound like her i'm like it was a woman it was and a woman she, she had a child she had a child and um <laughs> The child had two legs and... Uh, 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 two, two eyes. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Eyelash. One, eyelash. One nose. And then they... Uh, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Deaf. Mute. Mute. Excuse me. Like, I honestly... I don't remember the story no. that she told because it was so bad. No, I think it pretty much boiled down to is that there was, like, a family that lived in this house and that the daughter that lived there was a girl that couldn't uh, talk. Yeah. And the kids used to bully her. And so they basically like ran her into bullies. her own house and locked her in her own room. But like, I think her mom was away. Yeah. And the grandmother that lived in that house had no idea that she was still in the house. Yeah. So she basically starved to death. Yeah. And, and she so, died in the house. So the mom, when she did come home weeks later, I think from working or whatever, she found that her daughter's dead because she couldn't talk. It's sad, you know, yeah. but how this girl was telling the story was like, what the fuck? You t- okay, fine. They finish up the story. They're like, okay, now what you have to do is you have to go over there and you have to spend the night in the house and we'll know that you're in there because you're going to have your flashlight. And we're going to see you with the flashlight in the, in the girl's bedroom where she died in. So she's like, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. So the girl goes into the house. Beth and all her friends were like, we never did that. And they just immediately run And they run away. Yeah. Amanda goes into the house and you hear laughing and you hear all kinds of weird stuff. Like knocking and banging. And she's like, not funny, guys. I know it's you trying to scare me. She gets up to the bedroom and she happens to notice that in this bedroom, it's just like a mirror, like on the back of a door. And the words are, there's like words on the wall that was like scratched in or whatever. And play. (laughs) And it was bad. And she literally goes, this is backwards. <laughs> Emple was like, help Emple. me. No, it's Emple. <laughs> so she looks into the mirror. It says, help me. The mirror fogs out and you just see this small girl with the worst haircut I've ever seen. <laughs> 
Like, I don't even understand. Ugh. Like, even in the ghost dimension, I was like, that's pretty fucked up. Like, guys, come on, you gotta step it up in the ghost dimension. <laughs> and she's just kind of, like, pointing at her, I guess, so, like, you know, like, hey, dummy, turn around. Re- it says, help me. It says, so do it, help Can me. Can you help me, please? And instead, Amanda just screams, rightfully so, because I think we all would just start screaming and be like, what the fuck is this? She runs out of the house, and then she just runs into the bedroom and goes to sleep. And that's pretty much how yeah. that night ends. <laughs> Pretty much just cuts in the morning and the mom's like, you're going to clean up what was written on the wall. Yeah. You're both in trouble. Have fun. So now Beth and Amanda go into the house and Beth is really pissed off at Amanda being like, you know, you're such a baby. Like you pretty much fucked all this stuff up for me because you couldn't hack it. They get into the room and now all over the room, it just says, help me, help me, help me, help Mm -hmm. me, help me. Like all kinds of crazy shit. And the mirror then suddenly starts to like materialize. And now it's just a room with a bunch of stuff down animals like all within the mirror mm-hmm. and like it looks really cool and the stupid fucking bitch bath is like wow, wow. look at that collection <laughs> that's yeah. more than me <laughs> i'm gonna check it out not even thinking about like that's a ghost dimension like, yes yeah. she's like bitch. wow stuffed animals ghost dimension let's go and she just fucking <laughs> runs in the mirror mary 64 style and then all of a sudden amanda's like no <laughs> screaming for her and then beth's like on the other side being like hey, hey. and then the look ghost all these stuffed animals and then the ghost walks out when beth goes in yes so now Amanda is like, ah, like loses her mind. <laughs> Screaming for like five minutes. The door is locked. She can't get out of the room. So she just cowers in fear. And so finally the spooky music just stops. Apparently, I guess that's their cue or whatever. <laughs> and she like, looks I like so- to think that was edited in post, <laughs> but. <laughs> she looks over and the ghost girl with the bad haircut has a dangling pendant. And wants to, like, show it to her. She's like, uh, uh, okay. And she looks at it and she realizes that the person in the locket is Nanny. Nanny. <gasps> oh, my what? God. Amanda was like, oh, my God. So, I know her. She's next door. Like, <laughs> is that your mom? Everyone hates her. <laughs> oh, my God. I should preface by saying the whole time throughout, even before, like, they got to this part, anytime they talk about Nanny, they would just shit oh on her. Oh, my God. Yeah. They would just be like, I can't get rid of this woman. The second day, yeah. she is, like, complaining to her mom, like, I'm too old for a nanny. And she's so weird. Yeah, she's so weird and she's old and she's a nanny. And the mom is even just like, well, she has nowhere to go. And I wish she did. Yeah. And, it was wow. so shitty. And she's literally right around the corner doing their laundry. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh my God, these people are fucking monsters. Like, great. So they're all pieces of shit. I not know. just like, oh, the daughter. God. So <laughs> she realizes that the woman in the locket is Nanny. The ghost girl with the bad haircut writes, help me on the wall. And so she's like, yeah, I'll help you. Sure, I'll help you. What do you want me to do? Open and the door. She keeps like pointing to the locket. And she's like, you want you want me to get Nanny? I'll get you Nanny. I'll get you Nanny right now. I'll get you all the nannies. <laughs> she's like, can you open the door? She's like, yeah. So she opens the door and then uh, with her ghost powers. With, that's right, with her ghost powers and her bared haircut. Opens the door, the girl runs out, and now she's like looking for Nanny. Meanwhile, the stupid bitch is in the mirror being like, Help me! <laughs> <laughs> fucking annoying this little girl amanda's running around the house being like nanny nanny where are you finally she gets up to the upstairs and she notices outside that nanny was getting into a cab to leave i know what the fuck so instead of yelling, yelling from like- an open window <laughs> hey nanny stop 
Don't go Hold yet. On. I need you, Nanny. Can you stop leaving me? She instead runs downstairs, takes 10 minutes, <laughs> finally gets to the cab, and she's like, Nanny, you can't go. And she's like, I heard what you people were saying about me. <laughs> I heard you, all of you. You told me that I need the fuck out of here. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Fuck you, little girl. And she's like, no, no, no. Like, I, I need you. You need to go in that house with me. And she's like, I'm not going to fucking play your games, bitch. And instead, Amanda gives her the locket and shows that the locket had a picture of Nanny. And she kind of freaked out because she mm. had a little brooch and had a picture of the little ghost girl with her hair in a much more stylish way. <laughs> They both run. Well, mind you, the cab is still running. Her shit's still in the trunk. She walks out of the cab. Doesn't even say anything to the cab driver like, hey, I'll be right back. They literally just go into this house. Yeah, and that cabbie's like, meter's running. (laughs) I got it all day. (laughs) She takes this newspaper out and does the crossroads. Gets to the house. She's screaming, I can't, I can't go upstairs. So now you kind of figure out that, yeah, she used to live there. Mm -hmm. Obviously, this is, you know, her child or whatever. This terribly told story is real. (sighs) God. So they go up the stairs or whatever, and the ghost girl is just hanging just out. Just chilling in the corner. Just She's like, like, hey! hey. Well, hey. Not, not mute. She's like... <laughs> She's mute, so you smiles. I just want you all to know, when she said, hey, Teresa did it the second time, she made the exact same face, but just didn't say anything. (laughs) I just want you to know that. Just so (coughs) Manny starts starts crying. It's like, oh my God, my baby, my baby. Oh my God, I will never leave you again. So they're hugging. And then then the little ghost girl just points. Points the the ghost dimension. To the ghost dimensions, like, you want to go? And And she's like, yeah, I got nowhere else to be. Then it's like, fucking sign me up, bro. <laughs> I don't need my shit. <laughs> I want my clothes in the ghost dimension. It's fine. The meter's running. I got time. It's fine. So then they walk into the mirror. Yeah. And then it's like them younger, I guess, when this happened. Yeah. And then they're like happy and oh, they're clean. The hair yeah. is proper. Yes. And then, <laughs> then they leave. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, uh, did she just kill herself? Yeah, I think to she To reunite just... herself with her dead child? She legit killed herself. She's legit dead. She's dead. So then Beth, who was hiding at one point, because I guess she just like didn't know what to do. Yeah, and she, she, I, I don't know why she was hiding. Maybe she was offset for yeah. like five minutes. <laughs> she was eating a donut and they were like, come on, get Craft services is not, come on, you gotta shoot your last scene, idiot. So she appears in the mirror and she's like, how the fuck am I gonna get out now? <laughs> she's just screaming this. And at that same time. All the friends show up. Yeah, the mirror then turns into a normal mirror. The friends show up and they're like, oh yeah, like Beth's mom said you guys were in here. Like, what's going on? And you just hear like Beth just crying yeah. and pleading that she wants to get Let out. Me out. Let me out. Let me out. <laughs> Amanda was like, huh, well, if I let you out, will you stop bullying me? And she's will like, yeah. Will she's you like, stop bullying your friends? And then all the friends are like, yeah. Yeah. And everyone's like, We're yeah. pushovers, so we can't have I anyone I love talk. it. And then what she do? She just opens the door and she's... this stupid ass bitch just fucking falls out. Chilling in the closet like an idiot. And she's like, I was in the closet all along. And that's how it ends. It literally ends. That's how it ends. It cuts back to the kids. That's it. <laughs> you see how mad I am? I see how mad you are. Can I tell you? There are so many questions I have. Uh, this bitch literally fucking killed herself and went into a ghost dimension. That I... cab driver still has <laughs> <laughs> To no, this day, no, that cabbie is still waiting. <laughs> well, this is the funny, the funny fucking part about it, though, is that the story ends and it cuts back to the campfire and they're like so okay <laughs> even the kids were like all right so uh what happened to beth and amanda not even about fucking nanny and i know they, and the kids like oh yeah that has like a really good summer and they're like oh they even let beth come along Ooh, the dynamic <laughs> change it's like really so they're at the campfire and the girl in the beginning was like i won't open up this gift until after the meeting so she's like all right i'm leaving yes yeah, so everyone else leaves immediately 
And he's like, hey, hey you going to open it? You're going to open that birthday you gift gonna open that, that I got thing you? I spent money on? And she's like, oh, yeah, sorry, I guess so. Money. Fine. She opens it and it turns out to be a locket. It looks like the same locket that was in the story. Mm, props And doors. I was like, hmm. <sighs> And I love how she she looked at him and she went, every time I look at this locket, I'll think of you. And he was like, okay. He's like, hey. She kissed him on the cheek. And I want to be like, kid, that's literally all you're getting. You know what you just gave yourself a gift for? Friend zone. <laughs> you gave the gift of friendship, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so then they just like frolic off into the woods and that was that. That's it. That was it. That's it. That's the end of the fucking episode. That's it. Nobody talks about, hey, that grandma killed herself. She's dead. Yeah. Yeah. But do you, realistically, do you think, one, the mom would care? Maybe no. she knew, like, Nanny put her stuff in a cab and was going to leave today, so she just left and never sees her again. And then But forever. realistically, she's in the building fucking right next door, dead in the ghost dimension. That's the entire story. Probably. And forever, the mom is going to be like, wow, what a fucking bitch. I paid her to be your <laughs> nanny. And then she leaves she like this without leaves. even leaving a note. That's what I picture. And forever, the girls will know the truth. Yeah. But the mom will always forever, you know, peg her as a woman that obviously just didn't just, give a shit. Yeah. It's like, I don't care about her anyway. I'm glad she's gone. That's L- pretty much what happened. Yeah. And that is such a one... fucking aggravating story. <laughs> one thing we were talking about, like, right after, because we were so mad. Yeah. And we immediately started recording this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But in the two-minute window, we were talking how this is not a full story. No. This is a setup. This, this is, is a the, setup. This is yes. the cold open, because mm-hmm. then they talk to some that one psychic lady from um, Insidious. Yeah. Then they go into the farther to try to get Nanny back. <laughs> but in the meantime, of course, they get attacked by actual demons you yeah. know all the fun stuff happens obviously this is the, the cold open this is not the full story no but here it's the full story i know <laughs> i was just like you, they couldn't like wrap it up more like have an extra scene where you know you even see like the girls bringing flowers and putting it you know yeah and then something and then it shows nanny and the, the the child being like happy and like waving and being like hey like, we it's acknowledge okay. we're both fucking dead now. But we're all right in the ghost we're, dimension. We're happier this way. Haircuts exist here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so funny? I love how you could easily tell that that was like her daughter because they both had the same haircut. Oh my God. In the real world. They I know. Both they both like have just like just terrible hair. out of a bush. Like they rolled out of a bush, yes. You know, twigs in their hair. And you're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> That's I crazy. Can't. So now <sighs> is the time of the episode when we rate. Out of campfires? A one out of five campfires. A zero. No campfires? 0.5 campfires. I'm going to say it's like you get a Dura flame log and you're like, oh, this is going to be great for like two hours. It's going to be nice, ambient. <laughs> but then you light it on fire. It immediately goes out when the paper runs out. Mm-hmm. The log doesn't catch. And then it just has a big middle finger carved into it. And you're like, huh, I didn't know they do that. That's honestly, <laughs> I, I, because, I changed my answer and I agree with that. Because <laughs> that's what this episode was. This was And shit. you gave Zebo one campfire. I know. Think about that. At least Zebo had a hilarious pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> Zebo had a fucking cigar smoking kid eating a fucking pudding. Like, at least it had something. A hockey rink bedroom. It had substance. Yeah. But it, the only thing is, this one had a little justice. Aside from grandma killing herself <laughs> to be with her child. Yeah. This one, at least, Beth got brought down to size. Yeah. She oh, yeah. faced some closet justice, if you will. She did. Okay, I will get Probably that. the only plus of, like, the biggest plus compared to the Zebo one. Yeah. Because, no, like, the right. Zebo one had more stuff. It had, like, a backstory that was told by, you know, someone Children. with confidence. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> confidence. Ah, I can't. Um, no, you're honestly, you're absolutely right. I I still stand by my no, no, zero point five. I agree because the story was nothing. No, it wasn't even like an entertaining episode. Honestly, yeah, this one was definitely a miss. This honestly, it almost felt like we only watched half of it and then they just ended. Like it was a part two. Yeah, and then they were just like, and then no, they, no, they were like, yeah, we don't have the budget for this. Like, no, that's it. That's fine. Grandma's dead. Well, you're right, though. It is a cold open. The story, they stretched it for a 20-minute show when it really could have been... It was literally just fucking five minutes. Ten minutes of Beth yelling at everyone. That's it. (laughs) Beth just being a cunt. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know what Beth is doing now. I want to know... And let's have her on the podcast. (laughs) Be like, hey, why was your hair like that? Why were you the worst? Was that a choice? That was disappointing. Yeah. That one was definitely a miss. But, yeah. I mean, it's going to happen. No, I know. We have how many more episodes? We have like 60-something like more to go. 60-something? Yeah. And this is season one, so obviously they're well, going to... Well, no, we don't know. We don't know what... Remember, I, I feel like this is season one. <laughs> Can you actually find, find I, it? I think it is. Find it and see if there's any sort of uh, good trivia. You know, because I want to give uh, these wonderful people listening uh, something. What is this one called? <laughs> the Tale of the Lonely Ghost. The Tale of the Dead Grandma. <laughs> Till the ghost mentioned Nanny. She wasn't even a grandmother. I know. She was just fucking Nanny McPhee. Yeah. This episode got an 8.9. Are you fucking kidding me? Why? Obviously rated by stupid people. Also, I don't think Beth was in anything else. I think the main girl was. So you're telling me there's a chance she'll be on the podcast. Yeah, this is the main girl. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. I'm just, I'm just going to read Because there's a parent's guide oh, for like everything. It has sex and nudity, violence and gore. Profanity, alcohol, drugs, smoking, and frightening intense scenes. Everything else was none. Frightening intense scenes. It's as severe. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. We're going to have to go through these every episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do laughing in the dark. We're laughing. In the, in the dark. dark. This aired August 29th, 92. Was that the season one? Filming Windsor, Ontario. Yeah, they're all Canadian because they all are like, a boot, ew, sorry. They said sorry a, a bunch. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, this is season one. Oh, uh, you're right. It doesn't look like this much fun stuff. I know. The first time Gary says, I declare this meeting of the Midnight Society closed. Oh, God. And apparently that, that's That's nice. a thing? Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, one thing, actually. Beth says Amanda has to prove she's not a Zeeb. <laughs> A reference to the Zebo from Laughing in the Dark. Oh shit! That's actually a really fun. So they made Easter their. Egg. I feel like they made their own insult. A Zeb. Yeah. Huh. You're being a coward. You're, you're afraid to go face Zebo. You're a fucking Zeb. Honestly, y'all, can you start? Can we start using that? Yeah, you're a Zeb. Hashtag Zeb. Call Zebs. <laughs> we'll know it's from a loving place. The girl that played Amanda comes back in season five. That's about it though. Huh. Okay, laughing in the dark. I was hoping that there was like some nanny resolution. That oh, was Ooh, this is a good one. Sex and nudity, none. Violence and gore, mild. Profanity, none. Alcohol, drugs, smoking, mild. Frightening, intense scenes, mild. Yeah, I would say it was mild. How, how did that one get severe though? Because it was a kid ghost? A kid is ghost. Is it because granny killed herself? I think so. <laughs> that was awful. Yeah, that was, that was, oh, Oh, jeez. <laughs> I can't wait for uh, the next episode, yeah. which is the Tale of the Midnight Madness. Mm. God, I don't know what the hope fuck everyone's that is. ready for it. Oh, Jesus. All right. Yeah. Okay, that's that. I will start putting these on YouTube because I know you weirdos like YouTube for some reason. Oh, yeah. Hey. So it'll be like audio only with the picture. We're not doing video because we're literally both just lying in our filth right now, <laughs> yelling about children. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's pretty fucking low oh, but, <laughs> as it is. But you, you know can what? Just picture it. We're comfortable. 
Yeah. But I know people just like listening to shit on YouTube, so I'll put it there too. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter, at BoardPod. Bug us online. Love on us. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. That's it, everyone. Just continue to stay safe. Keep, keep fighting, fighting that good fight. fight. And be healthy. Yes. Be healthy. <laughs> Especially with everything opening up. Oh, God, yeah. So love be God. Be careful. Be healthy. Don't be a fucking idiot. Yeah. Wear your goddamn mask. Don't be a dumb piece of shit. Love you. Bye, kids. Bye. Bye. And we're laughing in the dark. Right? <laughs>